Good evening, everybody. Welcome to another episode of 180 Degrees. You're tuned in to 7 to 9 a.m. We're going to be with you guys until 8 o'clock for one fun hour. You guys don't want to miss it. We have a great fun-filled show that we have set up for you. I am Zoe George, and I'm joined with my incredible, fantastic amazing very hilarious mm, co-host keep it keep it going zoe i, I love could it. go on for this whole hour <laughs> honestly girl Ooh. so michaela preston is in the hizzle yeah and i'm happy to be here it's always a fun monday with you zozo yes i really and truly do treasure these times that we spend in the studio on monday evenings it's such a lot of fun yeah. Yeah, so we have a very fun-filled show packed up for you guys. Michaela is going to tell us what she did this weekend, and I'm just going to give you guys a hint. She took things international, so (laughs) she's got something very fun for you guys. Then we have an interesting tip that is very relevant, seeing as we are still in the new year. You know, we're still recovering from December. We're still going back to the office, trying to get back into the swing of things. But, you know... We sometimes need a little bit of help from our friends. Then we have an interesting upcoming local South African artist who's new to the game, Vilian Valkom, who is based in the Eastern Cape. He's here to chat to us about his newest single, which you guys really should listen to. You'll be able to hear it a bit later on in the show. And then we have some interesting facts about the Bible that happened in our very own Sweden. I believe last week's guest has to, had some connections to Sweden herself. Now we have some facts about Sweden. And then afterwards, we're going to ask you guys a Bible quiz that Michaela thought up all on her own. And it's a cool one. <laughs> wow, Zoe. I have no words, guys. But it's a cool one because it's like I have quite a few ideas about what it could be. I'm not sure of the answer just yet. So we'd love to get some messages from you guys if you want to talk to us. And we would encourage you guys to talk to somebody, especially if it's us. You can send us a WhatsApp at 081-729-1657 or send us an SMS at 37988. You can follow us on Facebook. We will be going live later on for the interview at um, um, on our Facebook page, 79 Cops to Council. Or if you're English, like me, 79 Cape Pulpit. Then you can check us out on Instagram, on I Am Youth Radio, and on our in, our Facebook page for I Am Youth, I Am Youth Movement. But yeah, that's enough of us talking about where you can see us. Now to hear what we have to listen to, listen to Sing and Shout by Matt Redman. This is a fun way to start a nice power hour on a fun day that is also a Monday. Sing and Shout by Matt Redman. What a lovely song. It's such a vibey song. Like, there's no way you couldn't have... You could just sit there and not have clapped your hands to it. Exactly. I really like rat, rat. Matt Redman's music. I think my mind was, like, putting his first name and his last name together. Rat is quite a name, <laughs> Zoe. You know what? I met someone once named Roach. So we've I've met people with names. You know, names is a thing. Like, I've met someone's name who was Hammer. Hammer? Hammer. That was his name. Huh. Yeah. Oh my goodness. And I know a baby's name that is Cloud. Cloud. Winner. <laughs> Cloud winner. Cloud winner. Oh my. Like, <laughs> sometimes I'm thinking, parents, do you know that these children have to go to school? They have to go to high school. <laughs> they have to be with these names all through their life. And exactly. you guys are getting creative with names. Here? Exactly. Like, creativity is nice. But relax. <laughs> you know? Yes. Think I'm, of our future. Exactly. Think of us going through school. Mm-hmm. With the name, like, oh my goodness. Guys, 
feel free to let us know what crazy names have you guys heard. Yes. And if you'd like to send us the names that you've heard, you can send us a WhatsApp at 081-729-1657. But for now, Michaela's taking us on a trip of what she did this past week. Zoe could not explain it better than that, guys. (laughs) I promise you. But before I get into it, I would love to know what Zoe did this weekend. This was actually such a fun weekend. I got to spend it with two of my closest friends who I hadn't spent time with the two of them in several months. Um, So what we did on Friday, you know, we went out to the beach because I live in Parklands, Bloberg. So I live right by the beach. We went there in the middle of the night just to look at the ocean in the darkness, drink some very interesting iced coffee from McDonald's, which kept us up until like four o'clock. Then we went home, watched Netflix, did some karaoke at the house. The following day, we went out to the Fat Cactus Mm. and had some very good Texan food. I tried chicken and waffles for the first time and the last time. Chicken and waffles? Chicken and waffles. Uh, Does that combination even work? I guess it depends. It didn't work for me, but I did enjoy the chicken and I enjoyed the waffles. But the combination of the two, I don't know. I'm just not a person who enjoys savory food. I just think that's weird. Yeah, it was, but it was an experience, honestly. Uh. Yes, and then we had some fajitas on the tables. We had some tacos and, you know. It was the tacos. Exactly. Honestly, the Americans has made it such an interesting food, but I don't feel like it's that interesting. Yeah. Yeah. I I really don't. Like, it's just a chip filled with things. Yeah. But honestly, like, this fajita that we had, because my friend gave me one of her fajitas, it was so nice, honestly. Mm. Yeah, that's pretty much all I did this weekend. Mm, Sounds fun. Yeah. But what about you? I know you had way more fun than me. Girl, I did. <laughs> Definitely. So, guys, um, I went on the MSC boat cruise and uh, we went to Nam- Namibia. So, we were, it was four nights, five days. When I say it is something you definitely have to try, it is something you definitely have to try. Like, <laughs> no doubt about it. This is the second time we've been on the MSC, my family and I. Um, but this time it was just a bit more, how can I put it, like more homey, more friendly, people were more, uh, I think, you know, people had this mindset that if this is the last people I'm going to see, hmm. you know, I'm going to rather just be nice to these people. Wow. <laughs> so I, I feel like that was, it was a fear thing. So everybody was extremely nice to everyone this time around. Um, and it's also, there was less people. There was 2,100 oh. less people. How many people the, were on the cruise? To be honest, I don't know exactly, but that cruise can handle a lot of people. Wow. Like, a lot. So, um... More, more, uh, how can I say, more workers knew your name. Yes. And people got very personal with you and you could connect with a lot of people. People were just out there to have fun. So let me explain this to you. You get on this cruise, there is everything. Mm. Jacuzzis, pools, there's a basketball court, there's a soccer ball court. Um, There is putt-putt. On the All deck. in the middle of the ocean? I swear, it's like... Oh my. A house without leaving a house. I literally. Love that. And there is bottomless food from 
when we stepped onto the boat, they were literally like, guys, it's lunchtime. And then it's all you can eat, buffet. And you can eat as much as you want. People were going crazy for the amount of food. Like that day you will know how much food you can digest. <laughs> well, that weekend. Um, it was a challenge to get your money's worth. It was honestly, and there was all types of food. There was like your, your really homemade food. And then... They also had their pizzas, their hot dogs, their hmm. uh, burrowos rolls, their hot chips. They even had a pasta bar. A pasta bar? Yeah, where you could choose whatever pastas you want and they would make it for you. I can tell you, honestly, we ate us crazy. When I say crazy, I mean crazy. And then they had so many fun games and things to do. There's a shopping, uh, like a place to buy clothing. There's a place to buy jewelry. Hmm. Well, jewelry stores, basically. Um, there are different areas that you can listen to live music, watch events. There was a theater. When I say Zoe, there was everything. I mean, literally, there was everything. You do not feel like you're missing out on anything while you're on that boat. Hmm. Well, I did have away from my phone because we, you could buy a Wi-Fi package, but we didn't end up buying it. And I think my mom did it intentionally because she wanted the whole family to just be present in the moment. Ah. And it was good. It, I honestly had so much fun. They have even a little kids club. Aww. You know, for different age groups, they have um, a, a little club for the for the little ones and then they have for the uh, 12-year-old to 15-year-old and then obviously for the adults. And um, there was just so many things to do. I was never bored. I had so much fun on that trip. My family had so much fun. And when we landed in Namibia, it was an experience. Hmm. Like, honestly, it was an experience. It was fun uh, just to be in a different a different place with my family. And um, it really just pulled us together, drawed us together. So, guys, bottom line, if you haven't been on the MSC, you are missing out and you need to book you a trip. There are different trips available. You can check their website. Um, and on the website, they will give you the, the amount of days with the price per person. Book a trip. Everything is included. Your food, your fun. I'm telling you, it is an amazing experience you do not want to miss out on. I already want to get on this cruise trip, just you so should. I can see Namibia. There's, there's, there's to the Caribbean islands. There is to Dubai. There is to Durban. The last time we went to Durban. Oh. And there's just like... Everywhere they they do the Europe trip as well, so it's it's really a good way to travel if you don't want to be stuck in a plane mm. and you know just sitting in a seat all the time. This is the perfect way to travel the world. Wow, honestly, that's honestly on my to do list now. I can't wait to tick it off. You go, girl. Yes, as a way I will finally get to do that. I will need to heighten my concentration. And that brings us into our random tips. So stick around as we give you a few tips if you want to become better at concentrating. 180 degrees on Radio Cape Pulpit, 7 to 9 a.m. Visit our website now, www.imymovement.co.za. So as we find ourselves in the beginning of the year, you know, trying to get things back together and just be a functional member of society, I have some tips for you guys that will be very useful if you are looking to boost organization and productivity in your professional or academic life. The first one is to set achievable goals that can help you stay focused and productive. You know, there's nothing wrong with having a very wild dream, but there's a very good feeling that you get 
when you set a goal you know you can conquer and then you do it like that is very heartwarming last year I had some goals for myself and I'm glad to say I said I was able to achieve some of them not all of them but I'm proud of the ones I did achieve and I think having those goals helped me work towards that the next one is to track progress to make sure you achieve your goals in the time you allotted to do that you need to track your progress this can also help you identify when you're most productive and that can in turn help you be more productive the next one is to use an agenda. Now, this is an excellent tool for when you want to evaluate your work organization and productivity. You can do this by using a planner. I just saw the planners at Factory, guys. Like, I'm trying to get a um, one of those artistic ones. Just looking at them will make me want to do my work. And Lord knows I have a lot of work to do, you guys. The next one is to create to-do lists. Now, this is one I've been doing for years. Even if you put some incomprehensible nonsense on your to-do list, like drink coffee... <laughs> which is actually something that you need when you're busy like you need that coffee it'll make you feel good you know to tick things off to know that you're actually doing the things and that helps you keep yourself accountable so i would definitely recommend you draft yourself some to-do lists so that you can see what you're doing and how you're doing it and make sure that they get done the next one is to practice accountability. Now, when you hold yourself accountable, you reflect on your to-do list, evaluate your progress towards your goals, and identify ways to improve your performance. You do this by regularly checking with yourselves to determine your progress and find areas where you can improve. This will help you develop a system of accountability. The next one, and this is a hard one for me, is to limit distractions. One of the ways I do this is by setting time limitations on all my social media apps. I have to find a way to stop myself from snoozing them. But, you know, the first step of setting that time limitation is there. The next one is to incorporate a timer. This can help you keep track of how much time you spend on different tasks. So you can see areas where you can use your time better. When you start and end a task, you can start and end your timer. Consider using timekeeping apps to see how much time you spend on specific tasks. The next one, and this is my mother's personal favorite keep a clean environment mm. my mother loves it when we keep her environment clean <laughs> so this is one that she is definitely at home agreeing with me with if you are in an organized office you will find supplies and materials effectively and that allows your workflow to be more consistent keeping a clean environment will include putting things back where they belong you know you didn't find it on the floor mm. and just genuinely keeping your workspace tidy and then the last one which is one i advocate for very much a lot of the time for is to take breaks you are able to focus and stay productive when you take breaks every now and then and it helps you work harder so those are all the tips we have for you guys if you want to boost organization and productivity but stick around it's only 20 past seven but after we play this song for you guys we're going to come back with a guest he is a south african local artist based in the eastern cape william Valcom, and he's here to talk about his new single which is an afrikaans song for you guys out there called you guys don't want to miss this one but let's listen to forgiven by crowder and then we'll be right on back it is 25 minutes past seven and you're tuned into 180 degrees on 7 to 9 a.m. You can also be tuned in on our Facebook page as we are currently live on Facebook on 729 Copsa Council slash 729 Cape Pulpit. And for good reason, we're speaking to a local South African up and coming artist called William Valcom here to promote his new single in Afrikaans, the Hira Hiamechal 
Krach. Sorry, I'm not Afrikaans. You guys know me. Even the way I pronounce that, I don't think you're shocked. So we have him here live and we are so excited. He's here joining us on Zoom. We'd just like to first of all say good evening, Mania Huchanet. Can you please repeat that? Hi, I think can you hear me? Yes, I can hear you now. The lines are significantly better now. Hi, okay. You can answer you in Sorry, can you please repeat that? Yes, so I, I'm, I'm finding you. How are you doing? We are doing very well. I just like us to take a quick recess and then we'll come back. But we will just change the era of how we're speaking to Mr. Valcom because this is a very great interview that you guys really don't want to miss. So we're just going to come back briefly but as we take a short break let's actually just listen to his song that he has been playing for us that he's released you guys don't want to miss this one now wasn't that just amazing wow yeah <laughs> yeah definitely <laughs> uh, we were so blessed by your song, and I'm sure the audience is blessed as well. I mean, honestly, we yeah. can we can clearly hear you nicer and much better right now. Yep. So we can definitely start this interview that I'm so looking forward to because after such a song, mm. guys, we in for a treat. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, William, can you just tell us briefly who is? William Valcom, can you give us a short background on who you are as an artist, as a person? Okay, good evening uh, to you and your listeners. Um, and thank you for the opportunity to be on your show. My name is William Valcom. I was born in a, t- a town in the Eastern Cape called Grahamstown, <laughs> which is now known as Makanda. Um, where the, it's, it's, the, it's a town where the National Arts Festival is, is held annually. Now, I'm 57 years of age, and I'm married and have two children. I'm not sure if I should uh, include my profession at the moment uh, in this interview, if, but I can, if you want me to. Um, yeah, should I? Can. Go for it. Yeah, okay. I'm I'm currently the fire chief in the Makana Fire Services. Wow. And um, I am in the service for the last 37 years. Wow. That is a career. So, yes. So that, that is quite, um, um, uh, you know, long period uh, in, in, in the fire service. Yeah. Um, and that, that, that milestone I will reach on the 8th of March, which is in, in let's say, two, two months' time. On the 8th of March, I'll be 37 years in the service. Well, oh. congratulations in um, advance for that. That is quite an accomplishment. Thank you. Mm. So thank you very much. You've mentioned that you are a fire chief, mm. and you've been doing that for a very long time. So how did your music career start? You so stole my question, because I want to <laughs> know that too, Zoe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay, if I can, if I can just say how it happened. Um, you know, I used to sing from a young age, but only joined a gospel group 
that we established called New Light Gospel Group in 1994. Hmm. And as a group, we performed all over the Eastern Cape. Hmm. And that is where I had the opportunity to showcase my talent and my love for gospel music. Oh, wow. So that's yeah, that's that's how it happens, yeah, and and so on. So tell us a little bit more about that gospel group. How did you how did you come about it? Okay, look, um, as I indicated to you, we 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 established this group when a group of friends of our uh, got together, mm. and we we had some brilliant musicians guitarists, bass guitarists, and, and, and uh, drummers, and so on. And we had this uh, uh, conversation of saying, look, can't we start a gospel band? Mm. And um, in 1994, we established a band um, that we called, um, at the time, New Light. Mm. And uh, we wanted to be, you know, the, the, the new light uh, within our community to, to, to share gospel music. And we, we, we did exactly that, going into the community, going into churches and going to sing at services and all those kind of things. So the group did quite well, um, and, um, but we never had the opportunity to record music hmm. um, and, and things like that. But at the, at, in 2002, I actually focused more on my work as well as... as um, you know, church and all those kind of things, and I then decided to, you know, to 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 take a break from the from the band, and then focus more on my studies as well and all those kind of things. And yeah, um, 2000 was a revelation for me, and uh, in 2000 I actually, you know, had a bit of uh, retrospection, and then I realized that I I need to get back into. Um, and you know, singing and, 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 and um, what I what I do best and what I like and so on, and that's that's how I then came back into the fold uh, in in two thousand and two, uh, sorry, two, uh, 2020. Oh wow, that's quite a time, and it it sounds like you guys has really have really grown close as a band because I know for you guys to to play so well, um, you know, you really have to connect with each other and feel each other. And um, I could definitely hear that on your song. So what inspired the words to the song? Where did it, how did it come about? What motivated you to go this direction? Yes. Um, you see, um, within our community, I always hear um, the words of, I, I need to you know, go to work, but I'm not feeling well and that kind of thing. But this one morning at around 5 o'clock, and that's normally my prayer time, mm. Um, I woke up and um, these words came to me, and I, I realized that I am also in that situation that I'm, I'm going to go to work now because in my profession, um, you know, you, you, you don't know what the day holds. You could go into a serious, uh, get involved in serious incidents, uh, building fires and that you, you know, entrapments and all those kind of things. And we see these things on TV as well. So I, I then uh, um, wrote this song after my prayer meeting, and um, I, I decided that this is a song that will talk to a lot of people, not just myself. And I wrote this song called Yerushua um, Samedikrach, the day that is, is that we are going, you know, that we're going into 
that I need, all the strength that I need um, to mm. get in. And, and, and because he only he knows what the challenges I would be facing and, and on the on the specific um, day, new day. I mean, it's it's definitely uh, it's definitely going to be something that a lot of people is gonna sing because I mean I think we all say that especially when we get to another day and we're like ah oh, it's Monday again yeah. just to get through this day yeah you you definitely got a good hook there thank you very much so I believe that it means God give me strength. There we go, Zoe. Yes, this is such a beautiful song. So inspirational, especially in this day of and age, in this hard economy, we really need a song that's motivational and inspirational like that. But I'd like to yes. ask, where can we, as the audience and people who want to listen to the song, like, is it available online? Is it available on a CD? Apart from here on 180 Degrees, where else can other yeah. people listen to it? Look, um, I, you know, I, I must say, I'm, I'm actually very privileged that you you are the first um, um, radio station that I've, I've made contact with, contact with to actually um, uh, get this song out. Um, at the moment, I'm, on, I'm only on Facebook and on WhatsApp. And I, I'm trying my best to get onto, you know, these um, different, um, um, you know, the music site, music and uh, um, stations and so on, to, to actually get my music out. But um, as I say, at the moment, I'm only on Facebook and I'm only on WhatsApp. And, um, yeah, and people can contact me on on, 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 on Facebook or on, on WhatsApp and then, you know, we can, I can get the song through to them. But it's not really uh, it's available on the platforms at the moment, like your YouTubes and so on. I'm still working in that direction mm, so this to get it out. What what is the name of this Facebook page? Okay, I don't have a specific Facebook page. I'm talking about my own one, William <laughs> Velcom. <laughs> and uh, I, I, I uh, you know, on New Year's Day, to be honest with you, on New Year's Day, I made the decision to get the song out because it's a new day, it's a new year that we're going into, and that was the day that I actually decided to put this out online um, and so on, just to to, to advertise it. But I haven't gone as far as making it available for people on 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 Facebook and so on. That's why I say I'm just in, on my on my William Welcome page. I'm just saying that you can contact me and then I can get the song through to you. Mm. Well, that sounds that's a clear cut way for anyone who wants to hear the song to get it yes. to go onto your Facebook page. I mean your Facebook account, William Valcom yes. on Facebook. And then as time goes yes. by, I'm sure the song will be available on more and more platforms. And yeah. So, I think so. <laughs> yes. I know you've already explained that you wanted to get the song out in the new year. Well, it is the new year, but at the beginning of the year because of the yes. it was you know it was a new year. You wanted to inspire people. But is there a specific goal or vision that you have with your career and this song? Look, um, because as you said correctly now, it is my um, hope, and I'm hoping, that I can inspire a lot of people through my music, especially this song. Because every single day, um, uh, people would relate to, to the lyrics of that song. And that's what I'm hoping, that people would, you know, they they would get the um, get the courage and be inspired 
and and say, yeah, I know I can count on you to 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 go through this day, all these challenges that I that I've got. So that is my I would like to see that happening. That that we that my, my music get to more and more and to inspire people. And if it gets if it gets uh, to a bigger stage or whatever the case may be, so be it. But for now, I'm, I'm trying to get my music out to as many people as, as possible that would be encouraged by my music. And I think that the time is now. We are talking too many things uh, that, that are going through that you see on the news and we see all these negative things. And I think it's time that we look at the, in, in, all these things in, in, you know, in a positive way. And I think by starting with something like the song that says, Yara Sef Medikras, you know where you have to start. Mm. And that is by starting with, uh, and say, look, Jesus, I need this, I need this. I need the strength to get through whatever I may face today. Only you know what is ahead of me. Wow. That is truly amazing. You know, we're actually at the end of this interview, but it was, <laughs> it feels like the time really flew by. Unfortunately, we had those difficulties and, the beginning but they would not stop this interview from being heard they did not stop it from going out in the airwaves and you well, know that song from being played exactly so you know mr Valcom, you know we wish you the best of luck with this song we're gonna play it for many people we know we've given people the ways they can access it for now which is to go on to yeah. facebook go on to william Valcom's account yeah. and just dm him personally for the song yeah. should you want to hear yeah. it or listen to it some more and yeah, thank you so much for gracing us on the air all the way from the Eastern Cape, like on this line to speak to us about the song. The privilege really was all ours. Thank you very much. Now I enjoyed your company and um, I'm very um, grateful for the opportunity to be on your show um, and, things like, and um, to be able to inspire your, your listeners. Thank you very much. Awesome. Thank you so much and have a blessed evening further. Eh? No, thank you. Thank you, Una. Thank you very much. Wow. That was quite an interesting interview. Yeah, it was such a vibe. I love the song. And it's like I said, it's something that we tend to say a lot yeah. here. Because mm. I definitely know that there's not been a day, there's not been a Monday that I didn't ask God for that. Like, especially mm. this morning. I mean, I decided to go, uh, you know, since the new year started, I wanted to put things in place and just, you know, get the gym in, mm. get the working hours in and still try other means to, you know, get business going. Yeah. And you really do need God to give you strength through all of that. Mm -hmm. And, you know, the devil really tried to I swear. keep this interview from going out. But, you know, it still came. And I'm just so thankful that we were able to help and just spread the song out. You guys must check it out. Again, you can listen to the show on podcast. If you know anyone out there who needs some krach, <laughs> you can send them the link to this episode's podcast should be uploaded on Wednesday. But for now, let's go into the did you know section of the show. 180 degrees on Radio Cape Pulpit, 7 to 9 a.m. So we're in the did you know section of the show and it's 17 minutes until 8 o'clock. And we have something very, very interesting for you that is a part of you know biblical history so recently divers found a harpoon tools and horns and the bones of ancient cattle now these bones belong to an animal called the aruch a-u-r-o-c-h last seen in the early 1600s now 
Archaeologists believe that these relics date back to the Stone Age. But it is said to be the oldest settlement in the area dubbed as Sweden's Atlantis. Now, if you didn't like catch what I was saying, divers, like people who went into the ocean, found this. It has been suggested that the settlement may have been swallowed whole by the sea, which would make sense in the biblical point of view, whether from Noah's Ark or past flooding sea levels, many sites around the world have been found, such as this deep under the sea. Wow. Yeah, they even say that the um, the Garden of Eden is also like has been submerged. Hmm. I don't know where exactly it is. I'll have to look into that one. Maybe that can be next week's Did You Know, like the location of the Garden Ooh, of Eden. That but, would be interesting. But yeah, it's definitely subterranean right now. It's in the ocean, which makes sense because, you know, like... The flooding, the flood story mm. also exists in other cultures, almost as if everyone kind of just knew that there was a flood that they all came from. So I, th- I find that a lot of comfort, not comfort, but like I find it interesting. To know that it, it's legit. You yeah. Know what I mean? Yeah. That's what I mean. But yeah, if you guys want to participate, we're going to go straight on into the Bible quiz. Michaela has something that is a bit challenging for you guys. But let's just stick around for that. 180 degrees on I Am Youth Movement. Follow us on Facebook today. I Am Radio. So we at the Bible Quiz part of the show. I love this part of the show, but this time I think I actually went easy on them, Zoe. Really? Yeah. I don't know. I was a bit like, hmm. When I read the question, I was like, huh. There are like three answers in my head. Yeah, because you always go over the top. You always think so like, you know, guys, there's like one answer. Zoe will give you three answers for that one answer. Yeah, but there can only usually be one that's right. <laughs> yeah, you have this convincing though. This convincing way. I guess that's that's the lawyer part of you. Oh my goodness. So let's get into it. Uh, the question for this evening is, in what language was the Old Testament written? Guys, once again, in what language was the Old Testament written? Hmm. I have some answers that I'm going to reserve for after the music break. Because I want to see if y'all thinking what I'm thinking. Because I'm thinking something. But I don't know if y'all, if y'all with me like that. <laughs> so let's just listen to Reckless Love by Corey Asprey. A controversial song for a variety of reasons. But we all love it here. If you want to send us the answer to that question, what language was the Old Testament originally written in? You can send us a WhatsApp at 081-729-1657. Now let's listen to this song. Reckless Love by Corey Asprey. What a song. Zoe, that song steals my heart every single time. I know that's right. I love that song. You know, ever since I've heard it years ago, I've just... I will always come back to that. That song and Endless Hallelujah. Mm. Two fire tracks. Fire. Like, I am so blessed knowing that mm. God loves me that much. Exactly. Like, it's a be- like, we all know God's love is unconditional. So to know that despite anything we do, despite the wrongful actions we take, we still serve and worship a God that loves us recklessly. Exactly. And we do those mistakes continuously. Yeah. It's not even... That we only do it once and we're like, mm-hmm. okay, cool. 
No, we do those things continuously and he still loves you? Yeah. I, I would say that's quite reckless. Like, because I know, I think us as humans, we come to a point where we're like, whoa, dude, you've apologized for these mm-hmm. things. This Several thing. Times. Exactly. By now, if you haven't stopped it, you're never going to stop it. So I don't care. Yeah. You know? And God's not like that at exactly. all. Thank the Lord. <laughs> Thank God indeed. <laughs> but yeah. So, let me tell you that question again and give you the answer. Ooh, we are waiting with bated breath. <laughs> so the question for the evening is, in what language was the Old Testament written? Hmm. And if you said anything like it was written in Hebrew, you are 110% correct, guys. We actually have a message on WhatsApp from a Bron who said Hebrew, yes. So Bron, well done. Well done. You are correct. It was actually written in Hebrew. But I feel like the way they stated the question or the yes. question has been stated is that the Old Testament and the New Testament is written in different yeah. languages. Yeah, that's an interesting fact. So true. I don't know why. But for some reason, I thought it would be written in Aramaic. Because I know Jesus spoke Aramaic. Mm. Like that was his day-to-day conversational language. I'm sure he most like you. Because at the time where he lived, Nazareth, I was at Jerusalem. But in Nazareth, they, it was a very multicultural, multiracial society. So there were people speaking Greek, mm. Aramaic, Hebrew. I remember when he was crucified, I think they wrote his title in three different languages. So I think that's why my mind went to all three. Yeah, I was like, it was definitely not Greek, but Aramaic. Like that's a close second. But then I don't know why I can Mm, literally forgot the language. Wasn't it English? My my Bible's in English. Was was English (laughs) even like a thing back then? I don't know. I don't even know. I don't think so. (laughs) But like, I wouldn't have been surprised if someone just said English. You know what? I wouldn't be surprised either. But it was definitely Hebrew, guys. So well done uh, to those who have answered Hebrew. You guys are definitely in tune. And for those who didn't answer, we hope that you would answer next time and join us next time uh, with the whole listening to the whole podcast, the whole cast. We are always excited to hear from you guys and we love your guys' comments. Exactly. It always means the world to us when we get whatsapps and messages from Mm. y'all it's lovely to get to interact with you guys whether it be on instagram on facebook on whatsapp even those old timely sms's with those free sms's you know it's always just a vibe to hear what you guys are thinking and what you guys have on your mind because we love to share it with everybody else Mm, indeed but at the time it is currently five minutes until eight our power hour is almost done no yeah it was definitely (laughs) called for (laughs) yeah but yeah we'll be back here same time same place next week but you can still listen to our podcast which should be uploaded if you want to send anyone this song this interview if you want to promote Mania Valcom you can listen to our podcast on www.kpulpit.co.za under the 180 degrees tagline woo yeah so guys we are sad to say but from myself and zoe we are 
out. Oh.